not in a way like that you have to ask him what to do because who wants to do that that is so frustrating to me i'm like can you not see the dirty socks on the floor like why do i have to tell you what needs to get done i i don't know if that angers you so well or frustrates you hey there i'm ani Michalski, wellness coach therapist and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos this podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one you know who you are You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Um, Last night, I did a blog post. Um, Again, that is not a consistent thing. I have, I don't even know how many blog posts, but every once in a while, I just feel like writing a blog post. And so I did. And last night, it's in the Confessions of a Super Mom series. And that's more of a personal thing. Hey, Sharon, good morning. Where I share with you some things about that are going on in my life and That's exactly what I did last night. So I read this book a couple months ago called Fair Play. It's probably going to be backwards for you, but it's Fair Play by Eve Rotsky. I am in love with this book. She also wrote a book called Unicorn Space, and which is, I'll tell you what Fair Play is about in a second, but Unicorn Space is all about making time for yourself. And I even decided to change our self-care challenge that we've been having. I had that, I think like four or five times last year. We're going to change it to, oh my gosh, this is what happens when I don't have the notes. Um, what did I need? <laughs> I'm like, I can't even think of what I needed to. But what it is, it's going to be about creating time and space for yourself. Um, not necessarily time for self-care, but more time to be able to pursue your passions, to identify what it is that you even like to do and how to make time for you. It's claim your me time challenge. That's what I named it. I knew it was going to come to me. But anyway, um, that's what Unicorn Space, her, her newest book is about. But Fair Play is a book about the division of labor in the household, which sounds kind of boring. But believe me, it is not. Because when I read this book, I was like, this is a game changer for us super moms. Because... I can talk all about mindset and making time for yourself, getting over the perfectionism and the people pleasing and setting boundaries and all of the things that are like our mindset or like that are based on our beliefs. But the fair play method is bringing that, bringing like a practical tool to be able to communicate with your husband or your partner how to divide the labor in your home. Right. And not in a project management way. So. 
not in a way like that you have to ask him what to do because who wants to do that that is so frustrating to me i'm like can you not see the dirty socks on the floor like why do i have to tell you what needs to get done i i don't know if that angers you as well or frustrates you but that was always like this big piece of like um i've been diving so much into the mental load and the invisible load and all the advice i was hearing was make the vis invisible visible right and for me that was really hard because i'm like I have this checklist going on in my mind all of the time and it is like I just was lacking how do I get my husband on board with helping without feeling like a nag without having to tell him what I need help with like I didn't want to help her I wanted like somebody with equal initiative to be able to see what's going on and just do it right because when I was doing it all back when I would feel such resentment towards him when I saw him doing things like, well, like not doing things or like doing things that were just for his own enjoyment and AKA living in his unicorn space. And by the way, what unicorn space is, is engaging in activities that are creative or that make you, you, right? And that's often what happens with moms is well not often so many moms like lose their own identity or um get they don't even know what it is that they like anymore because they put themselves on the shelf for so long that they don't have that outlet where they're able to be themselves right they're always so busy being a mom and they've lost who they are otherwise like they they've stopped giving themselves permission to be interesting and so when I would see my husband engaged in his unicorn space or actively like pursuing a creative, something creative, or even like going hunting or doing things that he really liked to do, I would start feeling resentment because I had not, I had not given myself permission to be interesting. Instead, I felt like trapped in like this role of a mom and I had to be this good mom, which is a lot of the things that we talk about in the super mom detox are those expectations and redefining what it means to be a good mom. But I would feel a lot of resentment. And so the fair play system intersects that, that cycle or like gives you a, it gamifies labor in the household and childcare, like just daily tasks. They have card. It, so let me back up for a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. So it takes that invisible load. Right. Which Eve Rotsky, there's also a documentary and I think it's on Amazon. If you're interested, I rented it a few weeks ago and my husband and my son actually watched it. My son, just because he was in the room and he became interesting in it. And my, my husband walked in as well. And I was like, oh, perfect. Let's watch this together. And I had already read the book, so I knew what it was about. But she started out with the shit I do. I don't know if I can say that on Facebook, but <laughs> the she, she started out with this list of like all of the things that um, that we do as moms. She had like her friends compile this list and it ended up being like this huge spreadsheet of all of the things that we do that take more than two minutes of our time. And for example, like putting on sunscreen on our kids might take like three minutes, but then she's like, well, what about like the 30 minutes we take to actually run around and chase them and track them down and get them to sit so that we can put the sunscreen on, right? Like it's all of these things that we do that take up our time. And so 
She created a system to be able to get all of those things, all of those tasks, whether daily, weekly, monthly tasks, or even annual tasks, those things that might not even happen through the year, and she compiled them into 100 cards. And now with the ultimate goal of like that you would divide these cards, not that you would say, can you do the dishes? Can you be in charge of the dishes? But more of a way to communicate with your husband where he would take complete control of that card. Now, here's the, here's the thing. My husband helps. He doesn't help. Like, he, he, he definitely helps. He travels a lot for work, but when he's home, he will cook meals. I mean, he cooked tacos last night. Like, he does. But Eve puts it in a way where she talks about the CPE of the task. So this is the conception, the planning, and the execution of the task. Which is why, even when your husband may help, it still feels like something that is in our mind, right? Because he may be all willing to do the execution of the task, but it's all of the other pieces of the task, like what ingredients do we need to buy, making sure that we have the ingredients, so shopping, making sure that they're in the refrigerator, that that um, like the meal planning, like all of the things that go into creating that or being able to execute that still falls on our plate. And so with the card, whoever is the holder of the card will actually be in charge of the whole CPE. And this means that you need to talk with your partner about what that means. So what that card means. She talks about a man, minimum standard of care. So this is a little complex, right? I'm, I'm sharing with you all of this because one, I want you to go read the book. It's an amazing book. Like it kind of, when I read it, I was like, this is a game changer. And I decided to become an official, like certified facilitator of the system, which I am doing my training in March. So I've been like really reading, watching reels on it, looking up um, articles about it. And I love it. I love it. I know that it's, I, I want to add it into my super mom detox as a new, um, as a tool, as a practical tool that we can use to be able to minimize that mental load or deal with it and have more time for ourselves. Okay. So back to the minimum standard of care. So you actually have a discussion about what it means to, um, carry out that card, right? So the conception, the planning, and the execution of that card. You unpack the task. And then you each decide, okay, who wants to do this? And you can redeal the cards. So you're not going to be, if I'm just using the, do I have the cards? No, I don't even, I should have brought the cards down with me when I came to do this video. But the, again, this is like a total impromptu video, was not planned. <laughs> so the cards, like you open, it's a it's hundred pack cards. And I'm just going to use the dishes one for an example. So it is not, you take the cards, right? For, you can say, my husband and I are planning to do it for the week because I pulled him in. I'm like, I'm going to get certified for this we need to do this at home, right? Because I want to see it in action. I also wanted to get his objections to it because I'm like, I know that if I'm going to introduce this to, to all of you, I want to know what are the objections and what's coming up, especially on the husband's side so that I can learn how to overcome them and what to answer. So the minimum standard of care is a conversation about what do we expect as a family? Now you're not using all hunter cards. 
because at first you go through it and you pick, you talk about your family values and like, there are some things that don't apply. So we don't have any kids in diapers so diapers, changing diapers and um, potty training is a card that we can get rid of. So we ended up, we did this yesterday and we ended up, I should have counted this, but I would say we had 15 cards that we got out of the deck immediately. Plus there's some cards that are like once in a blue moon kind of cards and we're not dealing with any of them right now. So we got rid of them. And these are things like, let me think of what's on them. Like um, a death in the family. Um, actually I have the book right here. So let me, let me just take a peek. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The wild suit. If you're taking care of an aging child, getting a new job, pregnancy or baby's birth, right? Like, so things like that, that are not, that they don't apply to us. So we got rid of them. So let's say we were down to like 75 cards. And at that point we laid them all out. I, I put them all out on the table and I introduced the system to my husband, even though I've been talking about it, like I wanted him to see what it was. And I have to admit, it was very overwhelming, very overwhelming. And here's the other thing. When I kept sharing with my husband about this system, because I'm so excited about it, his immediate reaction was to go into the defense, like to defend himself. Like I do help. Right. And this escalated into quite a few arguments. Every time I brought it, like his immediate, like I said, it was in like to defend himself. And I had to acknowledge that. Yes. Yes, he does help. But he also realizes that I am still continued, like I continue to be overwhelmed at times because of all the things that are still on my plate, still in this mental load. So it took quite a few conversations, plus him watching the documentary with me, with me, which really did help. But one of the parts of the training is to help me facilitate a discussion or help you as the mom. Um, introduce this concept to your husband in a way that he won't go into defense, immediate defense. So that's coming. That's coming. Cause I'm like, this is a big thing because I don't want it to be where it's an argument. I want this to be a system because I know that it works. It has, Eve has proven it through. And from what I've other, what else I found like on social media, it's definitely a system that works. I've also talked to um, another facilitator who I interviewed on my podcast about this. And there's definitely this, this is definitely a good system. And so I started. So anyway, we started with all of these cards on the table, which at first glance, I was like, holy smokes, this is a lot of shit we do. Right. And so he, so I was like, all right, we started with, um, what was the, the first thing was, let me look at the system. My mind just went blank. Because there's different suits. So there's the out suit, like things that encompass like going out of the house, like transportationary thing. Um, caregiving suit, which is all about childcare. The wild suit is what I mentioned, like those once in a lifetime things. Um, the magic suit. This includes like maintaining friendships, um, being in charge of like discipline and screen time, fun and playing, romance, all of these little things, right? Which that was the other thing that I started saying and I forgot. Hey, Holly, good morning. Um, it's not a 
with the doing dishes or with any of them. You redeal the cards every week or every few days. So it's an intentional like check-in with your husband or with your partner to redeal the cards. So just because you choose to do the dishes doesn't mean that you're going to be stuck doing the dishes the rest of your life. Let me make that clear. Thank goodness, right? Um, so you're redealing the cards. So we started with the home suit. And this included things like cleaning, groceries, um, dry cleaning, which pff, we don't do that. So that was one of the cards that left. Doing laundry, hosting, taking charge of like the lawn and the plants, getting the mail. Um, but again, each of these tasks has a whole bunch of things like to unpack it, right? It has the whole conception, planning, and execution of the task. So this is how it went down with us. So we put all the cards out, or I put all the cards out, and we sat down and we talked a little bit about the system. I reminded him about what we, you know, some of the key points of it with the book in hand. Um, actually, with not with the book in hand. I went and got the book in the, afterwards or midway through because it does it, it gives a description of the cards in the book. But in the cards, it has a little instruction thing. And um, we went through, he immediately started grabbing cards, right? Which was kind of frustrating, I have to admit. <laughs> it's like, we're not doing the cards yet. Um, let's just talk about what they mean. So we talked about a few and he just continued to like grab the cards. He was not cooperating. I have to, like, he just wasn't. So finally I was like, all right, if you want to grab some cards, let's do this, right? And he's like, I already do this. I already do this. And I, I made him put the cards back down. And I was like, no, I'm like, we need to make sure that we both understand like what it encompasses. Because even though you do, I'm trying to think of one of the things, like even though you do like the laundry occasionally, because he'll be, he was like, well, I cooked dinner last night. I'll take the mid, the weekday meals. And I was like, Jay, you're not even here a lot of the weekdays. Like, let's just talk about this next week and what you can do. And like, what does that entail? Right. And that entails like putting things on the grocery list, making sure we have the ingredients, grocery shopping. And he's one to just say like, OK, I'll cook dinner tonight and he'll go and buy the ingredients. Apparently he has time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't want to make time for that. Like I do a big shopping trip and I, I plan what we're going to eat and get like main ingredients. So I'm not going to be running to the store, but if he wanted to take that for the week, he can do that. But then that means it's off of my plate completely right? Like I don't have to meal plan. I don't have to worry about it, whatever. So we talked about each of the cards. He, he started taking the cards and we ended up, probably I ended up with maybe, I would uh, definitely more than half. My, my pile is definitely thicker than his. <laughs> like I would say I, sh I should have wrote down some count because I was like, let me take some notes while we're doing this because I wanted to kind of document how it was working for us. Um, I would say I probably had maybe 70% of the, re now remember, not, it was on all 100 cards. So 70% of the cards that were on the table still, after we had already discussed what doesn't apply to our family, and he had about 30%. And um, that's the thing. Like, it's not a 50-50 split. It's more of a, let's see what feels fair, right? So it's very subjective. And if I you know, wanted to really like dive in and like be like, okay, well, I have a lot of cards. Some cards weigh heavier, take more time than the others. And so it really is just a matter of like, okay, like feeling like it's fair. And it's 
comes down to communication. It comes down to actually sitting and like talking about like, okay, this is a lot for me this week because I've got a lot going on. Can you take this card this week? And then having that check-in. Um, so we had these two cards or these two piles and um, I had no idea what was in my pile. Right? I, I didn't. And so I was like, this is just way too much. And I'm like, how is it? How am I even going to remember what I have versus what he has so that I don't have to think about what he has? It, it was a lot. So we ended up putting all the cards back and we decided that we're going to start with two cards, two of the daily grind cards. And daily grind means there's things that you do every day. They're just repetitive. And we're like, just going to do it just for this week. That way I was able to remember what he had, which was he chose to do the dishes and he chose to do the garden, right? Which is funny because we don't have a garden this time of year, but it included lawn and garden and, and lawn maintenance. Our fence fell down the other day, our gate. So like he would be in charge of that, which thank goodness, because I can't even move that. I tried, <laughs> but I couldn't get that. I couldn't get the gate up. The wind blew too heavy the other day or too strong. And then um, watering the plants inside our house. So in, in charge of the house plants. Um, wait, now you know what? that's so funny I don't think he took that card I wrote down garden and I was like I don't think he took the garden card garbage I wrote down the wrong word he's in charge of the trash so I saw him yesterday doing the trash and what that so scratch the garden thing I wrote down garden I meant to write down scratch or garbage um so what he would be in charge of is um taking out the trash making sure it gets to the curb on the night before trash Getting all of the rest of the trash cans done, because that was something that still fell on my plate. Um, even if he was to take out the trash on, on various days, I would still be running around taking all the trash out of the bedroom trash cans, the bathroom trash cans, putting all the trash, like replacing the trash bags, all of that. And for now that we're working on getting the system in place, whoever holds the, the garbage card will be the one who takes care of all of that. And I did see him taking, going through and like getting the laundry room trash or anything. So that's what jogged my memory. I was like, wait, I'm like, why did he take the garden card? I'm like, he got away too easy on that one. <laughs> so anyway, he took the garbage card. And I took the weekday breakfast card because I was doing that already. Um, the day before he went up and he went around and woke up the kids and asked them what they wanted for breakfast. Um, we're down to like, we only cook, I only take care of the eight-year-old. The rest of the kids all kind of take care of themselves and um, making sure the laundry was done. That Those were the two tasks that I took. He took the dishes and the garbage. And one of, the, like, his concern was that he was going to have to do more, right? Like, more than he's already doing. He's like, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to, he felt like he was already doing more. And, like, he was already doing I guess enough or whatever. So one of the things that after we were done, I was like, what are the, we had our two cards. I was like, what are the benefits that you see of this system? Cause I wanted to hear from the, the male point of view, how he saw the improvement of this or like what he saw as the benefits. One of the things was that he won't have to worry about what I do. So Say I chose to do the laundry. Now, like I said in the beginning, he does, he does help. 
around the house. So every once in a while, when he's home, he'll do, the, he'll do a load of laundry and stuff. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. You, like, you don't have to worry about it now. Like, you can use that time for something else. And so the stuff that I take, like, he can expect that it'll get done, just like I will expect that he gets done. Or he'll do whatever. So I don't even have to think about it. It can be completely removed from my, I don't have to remind him to do it. He is in charge of that thing, of that task for the week. We decided that we're going to switch every week. It's going to be a weekly check-in. I scheduled it in my calendar, just especially since, you know, we're new at this, to be able to switch off those cards. The other thing, one of the other benefits that, um, so this is a little personal, and I can't believe we'll say it on a Facebook Live, but um, when my mental load is lessened, I'm more likely to have sex with him. <laughs> because I, when I'm stressed out, that's the last thing I want to do. And so that is a benefit as far as he's concerned. And we talked about that yesterday because I, um, it's a big deal, right? And it's not anything personal. It's just when I feel so like burdened or overwhelmed, I don't feel like doing it. And he knows it. He knows it. So that was one of the, his biggest benefits is possibly like decreasing my overwhelm and me wanting to do it more. So that's another benefit. Now, I shared with you about the unicorn space and how that is your space to be able to do things that are of interest to you, to discover what is interesting to you, to engage in some creative pursuits. And I did not foresee that this was going to be the hardest card for my husband to, to hold on to. The card deck comes with two, two cards for self-care, right? So his player one and a player two card for self-care because we're each in charge of our own self-care. It comes with two cards for grooming and hygiene and um, dressing. I'm trying to think of what. Um, hold on. I forget how she puts it. I can't find it. But like taking care of yourself, right? So he gets a card, I get a card, or the woman and the man gets a card. And then there's two unicorn cards and your unicorn space cards. And this is your basically ticket to make sure that you are engaging in self-care because when you implement this system, you will have more time to be able to engage in activities for you, for you, like, as you and get back to being you. And so when I shared this card with him at the end and I was like, this is, and we talked about what it meant to be unicorn space. He froze. He is, um, and I, this is not just him. Like I know many husbands are, are like this, like he immediately went to the hunting, right? But that's only like once in like hunting season. So like a quarter of the year, which is, it may not even be a quarter of the year. It just seems like, seems like half the year to me, but quarter of the year, right? Like he can engage in some, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, in, he can engage in something that he loves, right? Getting outside, hiking, all that. But the rest of the year, he puts himself on the shelf too, which in my counseling practice, I work with men and women, and this is a common thing. This is a common theme. 
I specialize in helping moms, but it doesn't mean that dads or that men don't experience this as well, putting themselves on the shelf in, um, in lieu of like taking care of their family. So my husband is just like this as well. And so when I shared with him about the unicorn space, he was like, I don't even know what I would do, right? Because I don't have the card with me. Maybe I'll, I'll be doing more lives about this as we progress and as I sh share more about our our experience of implementing the system. But on the card, it has a space where it says, I will blank. Um, let me see. I'm, I'm, I have the book here. So I'm looking to see um, what the unicorn if it says, no, it doesn't say what the unicorn plays says, um, what makes you uniquely you and how do you share it with the world? It's all about the passion and purpose that drive you to be the best version of yourself and what's on the line, your identity, fulfillment, and marriage. If you don't nurture what makes you come alive, it may seem like a fairy tale to carve out time to get back to playing piano again or research the business idea that you've backburnered since becoming a parent, but it's time to reclaim your gifts beyond your career and family without needing permission or feeling guilt, right? Which is something that we talk about a lot in Moms Without Capes. So on this card, it has you actually identify what it is that is in your unicorn space. What do you plan on doing? What do you plan on taking time to do? And this is where he froze. I already knew, like, what brings me alive? I have been learning the piano, which I absolutely love. I love dancing. I love reading. Like, there's so many different activities. And, and case in point, he said, you've been working on this. For the last few years, he's like, you just presented this card to me right now. Do not expect me to come up with what my unicorn space is right here, right now, which is very true because for years I had no idea what it was that I like to do. I had shelved myself for so stinking long that I had no idea. And I, I talk with moms all the time now that have no idea what it is that they even like, because it's been so long since they gave themselves permission to enjoy what they like, that they've put themselves on the shelf or on the back burner or whatever metaphor you want to go with in lieu of taking care of their family, that they have gotten so far away from what makes them, what makes them them or what makes her her or what makes you you that you forget. So I want you to start thinking right now, what is your unicorn space? What would you like to pursue? And it may be a way of expressing yourself of joy, something that brings you joy. What are those activities that you would use for your unicorn space that gets you back to being you? And it might be even learning something. Maybe it's been a long time. Maybe it's been something that you didn't engage in for years, like drawing or singing or writing or skiing or canoeing or whatever it is, right? Like, what is it that you want to try or that you've done before that you know brings you joy? And then once you are able to make time for yourself. And like I mentioned, we're having a five day challenge here, the end of March. I was gonna do it March 20th or February 20th, sorry, the end of February, but I did switch it to that next week. I think it's February 27th is when we're gonna kick off the challenge. And 
It's going to be claim your me time challenge. Instead of the self-care, we're going to kind of veer off course a little bit because I want to help you make time for your unicorn space. Yes, painting, reading, going, doing math for fun. I think that's what you meant, doing math for fun. Um, but yes. So there it is. If you want to get the book, it's Fair Play by Eve Rotsky. But just check it out. I started doing hashtag fair play in Instagram and fair and um, Facebook, like where am I? Facebook and started just diving into other people. There's only a few facilitators that are on right now. I'll be the first facilitator here in Montana. That's a certified facilitator for the system. But um, that doesn't mean, you know, I'm using it in my coaching hat. So that means I can help anyone anywhere implement the system in your own household. But I definitely recommend checking out the documentary or the book. Um, I would advise against getting the cards right now until you've done the other thing, like until you learn about the system, because the cards in themselves, they're kind of useless unless you understand the premise behind it. Um, but anyway, stay tuned because I will definitely be sharing more about our adventures with the Fair Play system. I couldn't even get that out. I was going to say fair play method and then thought twice. Okay, fair play system. That's it. If you have any questions, definitely let me know. I will go ahead and throw um, the title of the book in the comment section or in the show notes. Um, and I think that's it. All right, everyone. I hope that you have a great Tuesday and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.